Okay, I recorded this one, and I still got some issues with the sound. Uh, I disconnected the DBX right here, and I think it sounds a little better. I'm not really sure, but I'll have to wait until I play it back on the, you know, the iPod, see how it sounds with the headphones on. All right, I'm still working through this, so hopefully I'll have this squared away by next week, so bear with me. All right, thanks uh, for all your understanding, and let's get on with the show. All right, here we go. All right, we're going to have the news here for the 21st of June, 2021. Before we get into that, let's talk about the week. It's a pretty fairly easy week. It's pretty hot, though. It's going back across Montana this week, mostly. And uh, boy, was it just cooking. I think I might have found the sound problems. I think it was a um, bad wire in my headphone. I think it was uh, shorting out the, and adding noise to the recording. At least that's what I think it was. If we run across it again, then that's not what it was, and I still have to go looking. Hopefully that's what it was, because I'm tired of looking for it. So we're going to go ahead and do the news. Not much else going on. Went to a bunch of car shows, things like that. Had some good times. Uh, waiting for the big truck show. The Iowa 80 truck show is coming up in uh, July. Uh, I forget the exact date. I'll, tell, I'll, I'll announce it in the news. I'll look it up. And uh, it's going to be an exciting one. Then I'm hoping for the Shell Rotella. Shell Rotella is the oil. They're doing one in Hampshire, Illinois, towards the end of July. And that's going to be a big show. I'm hoping to hit that one, too. So, anyway, there's not much else going on. So, I guess we'll just get on with the news. But, uh, oh, before I go, um, and get into the news. Check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Go to the YouTube channel and subscribe. It's uh, TWK Trucking with Kingfish, all right? TWK Trucking with Kingfish. And subscribe to the channel. you got to watch a car shows up there. You might find that pretty interesting. Also, oh, almost forgot. Jeez, I almost forgot. Got a new dash cam. It's the MyGecko 960 Orbit. I put a link over in the show notes. If you click on it and you buy one, I get a, or you buy anything from Amazon, I get a kick for the show. Then maybe we'll get a new camera or something. I've been using it for about a week. It's been pretty decent. Uh, the only issue I've had is you can't, I got a scan, was it sand, sand card? Sand, whatever the, anyway, it only accepts so many, so different micro SD cards. So before you get a micro SD card, make sure you go to their website and, and get the right one. I think uh, it was Patriot, Adata, and Transcends are the ones they'll take. They won't take the other ones. The scan disk they won't take for some reason. I have a 256K one here, and it just, it doesn't work in there. So make sure you check that out. So far, I'm really happy with the picture quality. It's just really amazing. And don't forget, if you click the link in the show notes, you can get 30 days of Amazon Music. That's right, 30 days for free. And I get $3. 30 days. And I picked another one. I got a new product. I'm using stuff I'm only using. Uh, only mentioning stuff I'm using. Uh, the gecko, I bought that. Anyway, the uh, screen protector for your phone. I got the iPhone 12 Pro Max, and I got the glass screen protector. And you can't even tell it's on there. It's fantastic. And I've dropped the phone a few times, and hopefully that'll save me from wrecking my phone. So anyway, that being said, let's get on with the show. All right, here we go. Jeremiah Craig, pick it up. that hammer down all across the nation checking cities off his list 
sharing stories of the road right here on this station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, Travers, I want to talk about something that's, well, hopefully you'll never need, but it's truckersfinalmile.org. You got it? It's truckersfinalmile.org. Check this website out. Basically what these guys do, if you have a loved one that's, you know, passes over the road, truck driver, you know, or, or gets really sick or hurt over the road, these guys will make sure you get home. They'll help out with the, the cost and, you know, whether it's cremation or transportation or embalming or whatever. You know, these guys are the ones to talk to. Not only are these guys the ones to talk to, but these guys, you know, you know you're going to be overwhelmed if something like that happens to your loved one. And these are the guys that even if you don't need the money, you know, talk to them anyway, because they'll probably give you some, some good advice on how to, how to deal with the situation. All right. It's just, uh, you know, you're going to be overwhelmed if something like that happens. And why stress yourself out? Just go talk to these guys. You know, that's truckersfinalmile.org. And, you know, I was looking at it and I think it's, I went to their website and I think it's a fantastic organization. I mean, they really go out of their way at a time when people are at their worst, you know, emotionally. You know, they're just tore up and, you know, you need people like this to help you out. People that care and you're going to make sure you, you get, you know, your loved ones are going to get home. So check them out, all right? Truckersfinalmile.org. All right, let's get on with the news. All right, this is a big one. Uh, last year, the uh, Union Pacific Big Boy, you know, we talked about it. We had some stuff there anyway. It stopped running last year because of COVID. But guess what? The Union Pacific Big Boy is going to be back out. And it's leaving out on August 5th. So here's the dates. Uh, it's leaving Wyoming August 5th, all right? And let's see. Do, 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 do. Where is it at? Lost my page here. Let's see. Here's the route. Uh, we'll depart Cheyenne, Wyoming, Thursday, August 5th, traveling through Arkansas, Colorado, Kansas, Illinois, Louisiana, Missouri, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Texas, and Wyoming. And we'll still be making, working out the details of overnight. And whistle stops along the way, but we can tell you that the big boy will be on display at the following locations. So here's where it's going to be. August 14th, Fort Worth, Texas. August 17th, Houston, Texas. August 21st, New Orleans, Louisiana. August 29th, St. Louis, Missouri. September 6th, Denver, Colorado. All right. Now, following the Denver stop on Labor Day weekend, the big boy and its crew will return to Cheyenne. Stay tuned to the steam clubs to go to you know you can go stay join the steam club now keep in mind this is just the beginning they're still opening up it's going to stay in more places but those are the states you know so you're going to see it maybe you know, probably going to add a stop in chicago i wouldn't be surprised to get a chance go see this thing it's huge it's amazing and it's a beautiful piece of machinery all right the union pacific big boy up 4014 if you're not sure what it looks like go to my youtube channel twk trucking with kingfish subscribe 
there's a there's two videos on there with the uh with a 4014 in it one's from far away over in echo canyon in utah on i-84 and the other one's just up the street from me in milwaukee and uh, it was really close for the for the one that's up the street man was it loud it was maybe about 25 feet away when i went by and it was it was just intense you know it's just utterly intense all right so let's get moving on all right earlier this week yeah, I saw, actually got to see this one, and unfortunately, uh, Kim Tool over in Rockton, Illinois. It's not too far, you know, uh, from the 3990 when you're going into Wisconsin, just south of the border there by Beloit. Anyway, as I was going by, I saw this massive, massive, you know, plume of smoke from, oh God, I don't know how far away it was, 30, 40 miles away, I could still see it. And when we got closer, it was just unbelievable. You know, and you go look up the chem tool fire. Uh, you know, you just go Google search it or YouTube search it. Trust me, you'll find it. This thing was huge. I mean, it was just unbelievable. They melted this place. Now, chem tool is, uh, you know, they make chemicals and things like that. They are the leading, what was it they said here? Uh, is the leading uh, manufacturer. Uh, where is it? Damn it, I just had it. It was just... Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I lost it. Oh, yeah, they evacuated the area. That was a big deal. So, I guess they're the leading manufacturer of grease products. Oh, here it is. ChemTool describes itself as a premium manufacturer of grease in the Americas. So, I guess it was the largest grease fire in the in America, at least that I know of. But anyway, it was, it was quite amazing to, to see the smoke. And if you look at the video, you'll just see it's just shocking, you know, the all these trailers and just burn into the ground and the building is just I mean, it's toast. Now the big thing was they couldn't put a lot of water on this thing because they were afraid of hazardous chem- chemicals floating down into the river, uh the Rockton or the was the Rockton River? Was the Rock Rock oh shit, I knew it the other day. Damn it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The river that's close by. They were afraid of the water, uh, you know, with contaminants going into the river, Rock River, that was it. So they had to just let it burn out. They couldn't put the thing out. It was so hot. It was unbelievable. So go to YouTube, check out that link. All right, let's get moving on. All right, the 72-hour check is over, but the CVSA's Operation Safe Driver Week 2021 will take place July 11th through the 17th. Yeah, that's a whole week, drivers. This year they're going to be concentrating on speeding. Last year, they gave out uh, 4,659 citations and 6,077 warnings. Now, the top five traffic enforcement citations given to commercial motor vehicles during the 2020 blitz were, number one, speeding violations of basic speed law, driving too fast for conditions, 2,339. Number two, failure to use seatbelt while operating commercial vehicle, 1,003. All right, that kind of surprises me. I personally always use my seatbelt, but I'm kind of surprised by that one. Uh, number three, failure to obey traffic control devices, uh, six, uh, 617. I wonder if they probably mean stoplights or something. Using a handheld phone and texting, 269. You know, I honestly would have thought that would have been a lot more. And improper lane change, probably not using your turn signals and things like that. Now, that's going to be July 11th through the 17th, okay? Now, the CVS... CVSA's Break Safety Week is scheduled for August 22nd through the 28th. And an additional unannounced one-day Break Safety Enforcement Initiative will be held 
at some time during 2021. So those are the next three big things. You get the one where it's going to be a day thing where we don't know when it's going to be. We got the break safety week, which is August 22nd to the 28th. And then we got the, uh, you know, the, the safety blitz, which is the 11th through the, through the uh, 17th in uh, July. So watch out for those and, you know, don't get yourself a ticket. All right, let's keep moving on. All right, over in Illinois, Illinois State Police are looking for witnesses to an accident. They're looking for a truck driver specifically. They think you may have seen something. He was pulled over. They don't know. They just want to talk to him and figure out what's going on. According to the uh, Illinois State Patrol, the crash occurred on June 9th of 2021 at 7.43 a.m. on I-80 westbound at milepost 126 between Shorewood and Chenelhon. Chenelhon. Gotta go by there all the time. Why can I say this? Chenelhon, Illinois. C-H-A-N-N-A-H-O-N. Anyway, I can't say it. Troopers say the Wade lost control and hit the center medium in the wire poles. So if you knew anything about this whatsoever, or if your dash cam caught any of this, contact the Illinois State uh, Highway Patrol. Let them know what you got. And, uh, yeah, they're just trying to figure out what's going on, I guess. All right, let's get moving on. All right, this is a big one. All right, company recalls millions of sleep apnea machines due to cancer and other health risks. See, what it is is they use this material in there to, to you know, dampen the sound. And whatever this material is they used is, you know, there's something wrong with it, and it can degrade, and it can get in the in the in the airways, and it's you know it's a you know, it can inhale this stuff. The inhaled foam could cause headache, irritation, inflammation, respiratory issues, and possible toxic and carcinogenic effects. Chemicals inhaled through off-gassing may cause headache, irritation, hypersensitivity, nausea, vomiting, and possible toxic to- toxic and carcinogenic effects. Now, here's the, the, it's Royal Phillips, they're the makers of this thing, says they have no confirmed reports of any health issues caused by their devices at this time, okay? They're just putting it out there. You know, this stuff may have been in there and it hasn't started to grade, okay? It's, it's you know, but get it fixed anyway. This is for CPAP and uh, bi-level PAP machines. And for now, however, Royal Phillips is recommending that users of the bi-level PAP and CPAP devices discontinue use and consult with their doctors about the best option for treatment moving forward. All right, now, the most, um, you know, it's, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> Phillips says that most of the recall devices are Dream Station products. So there are some, you know, check with your doctor and see if yours is one of the ones recalled or go to the Phillips, you know, uh, you know, website, Royal Phillips website. But if you have a, a unit and you bought it in the last couple of years and it's uh, labeled Dream Station, go get it checked out. Don't mess around. All right. There's a lot of people on CPAP out there and it's, you know, it's already difficult enough to get used to the thing, much less the thing trying to kill you. All right. Let's get moving on. All right. Here we go. Another bizarre story. I to take a break there for a second. Get a glass of water. Uh, okay. There we go. June 16th. In Grand Rapids, Ohio, not Grand Rapids, Michigan, Grand Rapids, Ohio, it's State Route 65 and Wapakoneta. You know, why does everything have to be some word I can't pronounce? Wapakoneta Road, W-A-P-A-K-O-N-E-T-A. Officials say that a semi-truck crashed into several cars before hitting a house. This guy bedded it all the way up to the tandems just about. He's like maybe three or four feet away from the tandems. He's all the way in the house. Nobody in the house got hurt. Apparently, the driver took off. 
you know, um, you know, nobody knows what happened. Anyway, shortly after the crash, a body was discovered in a nearby Maumee River. M-A-U-M-E-E. I'm not sure if that's how they say it. Mammy, mommy, mommy, mommy. She got us getting worse. Maybe we should cut these out and just do a big blooper reel. Anyway, it is believed to be the driver who fled, unfortunately. So apparently the company was trying to contact the guy for a couple of days. They couldn't get in touch with him. Nobody knows what's going on. So apparently the guy wrecked a truck, drove into a house, and ended up in a river. Um, driver, I don't know what was going through your head when this happened, but you know, reach out, talk to somebody. You know, if you guys are out there and you're having issues, family issues, financial issues, whatever, reach out and talk to somebody. You know, we, you can get through this. You know, even leave me a, a message. I, I must admit that I won't be able to respond to you right away. I really won't because I won't even know that you called. If you call the Google number, 414-666-1926, I'll call you back, I promise, you know, as soon as I can. But, you know, call, you know, if you're trying to kill yourself or something, you know, call the suicide prevention hotline. I don't have the number. Just go look it up. You know, give these guys a call. These are professionals. They'll they'll get you the help you need. You can get through this stuff. Okay, you don't need to 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 torture yourself. You know, and you know, there's there's you know, life is a roller coaster, man, with highs and lows. You know, and um, you know, just get the help you need. All right, you know, your family. You know, they're going to miss you if something happens. Now, I don't know what this man's story, I don't know what he was going through, but he had a bunch of cars and he drove into a house and then they found him in a river, okay? So I suspect things weren't going too good for him for whatever reason. All right, so get some help. Talk to somebody. Take a breather. You can do it. It's Not everything is as bad as it may seem. You can get through this. As long as you got you got air in your lungs and you can breathe, you can... You can work through just about anything. And if it's something that can't be fixed, like death of a loved one or something like that, well, if you go, then who's going to remember them? You know, keep that in mind. Who's going to remember them for who they were? And if they affected you that much that you're that sad, you know, don't you want them remembered? Don't you want to talk about them to people? Let them know who they were? Let them know who the people were that you miss. You know, obviously I'm not a clinical person or somebody who's good with this kind of stuff, but, you know, just think about it. All right, let's get moving on. All right, if you're out there in your cars, be careful. And here's one. This is, yeah, this is a testament to this driver. You know, they don't give his name. But this is a driver who took one for the team, okay? Now, a trucker's evasive action saved the life of a motorist who made a bad decision in Michigan early Monday. All right, the accident happened on June 14th at 7.45 a.m. in Burnside Township, Michigan. Well, at least it's a place I can pronounce. At the intersection of M53 and M90. According to the county press, a milk truck tanker was heading south on M53 when a four-wheeler entered the road from M90 and turned left in front of the oncoming rig. The trucker immediately swerved left to avoid striking the motor and sloshing all the milk to one side of the tanker and causing the rig to roll completely over at least once before the tanker and tractor detached, leaving the cab upside down in a nearby field. I'm looking at the truck. There ain't much left of it. All right, the driver of the truck 
was able to crawl out of his own and sustained only minor cuts and bruises. All right. Now it looks like it rolled together as a unit at least once before the tractor detached and ended up upside down in the field facing west, said Sergeant Jeff Bowler, a Michigan State Police motor carrier officer. He was able to crawl out of the truck and only had minor scrapes and scratches. The trucker was transported to a nearby hospital but was later released. Officers said that both the motorist and the trucker are very lucky to have made it out so unscathed, but praised the trucker for sacrificing his rig to save that motorist's life. The driver semi-truck saved that young man's life. With what he did, he could have been killed when his truck rolled. They're both very lucky and a good thing he was hauling milk and not gasoline or other materials. This could have been a lot worse. A small mill milk small small a small amount of milk had to be cleaned up following the crash. And the big rig was so mangled that the remains had to be broken into pieces and hauled away by a large piece of construction equipment. Yeah, the truck's trashed. The motorist was issued a citation for the incident, and his car sustained no damage. They don't have a picture of the guy's car, but the, the truck is just wrecked. You know, it's just, uh, this guy's really lucky to get out. But see this? As the driver, you know, he didn't have to do that, but he did. So, I don't know. Good for you, driver. Uh, glad you're okay. All right, let's get moving on. Yeah, here's a scary thought. Memphis cops say... 46 guns were stolen from a semi-trailer at a Bass Pro Shop. All right. They don't give the de- exact details, but it says here the Memphis Police Department is, is looking for or asking for help in locating the suspects who stole the uh, guns from a trailer, all right, from Bass Pro Shops. Uh, it says here Memphis Police Department responded to a report of cargo theft at 6 a.m. on June 14, 2021 at a Bass Pro Shop store located at 6041 Macon Road in Memphis. Using store surveillance footage, MPD was able to determine that three vehicles were used to steal a total of 46 firearms from a semi-trailer in the store. 23 long guns were stolen, two assault rifles, two hunting rifles, 19 semi-automatic shotguns, and um, Memphis Police Department said in a news release, that's a lot of guns. Uh, Memphis Police Department wasn't able to obtain a physical description of any of the suspects. However, they were able to identify the uh, three suspect vehicles. 2013 Silver Kia Sorento. Who drives the damn Kia? Anyway, unknown light brown or gold sedan, and then Silver Infinity G35, unknown year. So if you know anything about it, contact uh, Crime Stoppers at 528 Cash. A reward of $1,000 will be available if a tip leads to an arrest. The FBI and the ATF are assisting the uh, Memphis Police Department. You know, you're going to wonder. I hope the driver wasn't hurting all this. Yeah, that's my first thought. All right, let's get moving on. Well, here's a story that's basically just the sign of our times. Now, in front of a federal building, I don't know why it's, uh, you know, it's close to a federal building this happened, but there's a FedEx box. You know, they got the FedEx box, UPS box. Drop your documents there. The guys come by, pick it up. Well, apparently, for some odd reason, somebody dropped or left on top of the FedEx box, one of the document holders. You know, the kind you see mounted on a, this one's a, you mount it on a trailer. You know, it's uh, got caps on the top and the bottom. You put like registration, things like that in there. You know, the maybe uh, load paperwork if you're dropping a trailer. It's one of those kind of document holders, a tube basically. A tube within a bracket. Well, it's got the two holders on each end with the wire going across. You know, the string. So anyway, they reported it and guess what? They thought it was 
Yeah, you guessed pipe bomb. So they ended up, yep, and this is in Marquette, Michigan. So they ended up uh, evacuating the, the federal building and all the buildings around it and, you know, had to go through all that nonsense. So, you know, if you're going to, if you have stuff like that, don't leave it laying around. You know, it's going to scare people. You know, you don't want to do that. So, all right, don't leave your document holder laying around. Probably what happened was somebody knocked it off the trailer, banged into something, it fell off. So, hit the street and then they picked it up and somebody just put it up there is probably what happened but nobody knows all right let's get moving on all right drivers <laughs> it's, it's inspection you're right four state commercial vehicle crackdown starts next week all right this is different from all the other ones i talked about earlier uh, law enforcement agencies in four southern states will be joining forces for a major enforcement effort designed to reduce commercial vehicle crashes all right from june 22nd to june 24th so this is this week the Georgia Motor Carriers Division will partner with law enforcement agencies in South Carolina, Florida, and North Carolina for high visibility traffic enforcement detail targeting the Southeast 95 corridor, where the agency says that 13% of the nation's fatal commercial motor vehicle collisions occur. Yeah, I didn't realize it was that high. So if you're on the 95 and you're in one of those four states, just watch your tail and mind your P's and Q's. You stay out of trouble. All right, that's all I got. They're going to be looking for dangerous driving, things like that. All right, just keep your eyes open and drive safe, okay? That's the best thing you can do. Well, you know, just when you think that, <laughs> just, you know, just when you think you've seen it all. Money scattered across the intersection after alleged drug dealer drives in the side of moving semi-truck. Yeah, you heard me right. A motorist is facing multiple drug charges, drug charges after crashing into the side of a moving semi-truck in Nebraska on Wednesday. Uh, this was on the 16th of June at 4.30 p.m. in Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, you think if you're a drug dealer in Lincoln, Nebraska, you'd stick out like a sore thumb. But according to uh, uh, KOLN News, a black SUV was heading east on Old Cheney, stopped at a stop sign, and then drove into the side of a semi-truck traveling through the intersection. The crash injured the 39-year-old motorist, uh, Gregory Schneider, and scattered $20,000 in cash from inside of his car all across the intersection. The truck driver was not hurt. An off-duty officer then happened to pass by the crash and help get Schneider to a nearby hospital. Officers were then able to collect $18,896 of the $20,000 that had been inside of Schneider's car. That's actually pretty impressive that they were able to get that much, you know, $18,896 of $20,000. As Schneider's vehicle was being processed for towing, uh, officers discovered pills, 15 grams of mushrooms, tabs of LSD, and two glass jars of marijuana totaling 5.5 grams. Ooh, big time, 5.5 grams. So uh, it sounds here like Schneider's been released from the hospital and is currently being held in jail. He is facing possession charges. You know, I, I got to wonder, was he, did he have the money just sitting on his seat? I got to wonder about that one. You know, it's just absolutely insane all right let's keep moving on oh this is a shady deal all the way around so let me paint you the picture and i may not have gotten this right but so this is the way i understand it so every year american owner operators put in time money and effort to prepare their rigs for sugar harvesting and season in cluest in south florida a lucrative gig that they know they can depend on every year but for the 2019 2020 harvesting season these drivers said they were tricked and used Okay, according to the report by NBC6 News, the group of truckers had signed a contract for the 2019-2020 season with Calusa Transport, a company half-owned by U.S. Sugar, promising them $30 an hour up to seven days a week 
for up to eight months. All right, it's a pretty good gig, right? However, after just two weeks, the driver said they were fired from their positions and replaced with foreign workers, all because of a lie the company told the government. So here's what happened. The company wrote a letter to the U.S. Department of Labor in August 19, or 2019, and a representative of U.S. Sugar told the U.S. Uh, Department of Labor that it was experiencing an emergency situation would leave their harvested crops to rot in the field because they had no American workers available to do the job. The company then requested an H-2A application, which would allow them to hire foreign workers with appropriate visas to do the job. All right. In the application, U.S. Sugar certified that they had been unsuccessful in locating sufficient numbers of qualified U.S. applicants for the job opportunity, and there are insufficient U.S. workers available in the area. Bullshit. They had already hired them. All right. <laughs> they fired them. The government then accepted the application, allowing the company to secure their employees from other countries causing trucker Paul Torres Martinez, along with many others, to have their contracts terminated as they were replaced by cheaper labor. So basically, U.S. Sugar basically said, hey, we can't find the workers to do this work. And then they got the permission to hire outside sources, and then they fired the guys that they had, even though they had, you know, they said they didn't have them, but they did, okay. Uh, other drivers also pointed out that once their contracts were terminated, the drivers were essentially out of options. As U.S. Sugar has a stronghold on the industry in their region, I can imagine. So, and then they were replaced by workers. So these guys were making thirty bucks an hour. They were replaced by foreign workers making eleven dollars and twenty-four cents an hour, uh, driving Calusa trucks. That's the company that's half owned by U.S. Sugar. So they they're suing. You know, hopefully they'll, uh, you know, they'll get compensated. And you know, they get hired, and you know, they, these are. There's American workers that could do this job, and yet they went out of their way to hire foreign workers, okay? That's the problem we got going on right now. It's been happening for quite a long time. You're going to see a lot more of this as uh, the driver shortage continues. All right, let's see. Let's, let's go on. This story just disgusts me. Corporations, they, you know, as if they don't make enough already, right? All right, let's move on. All right. Business must be good at FedEx because earlier this week, they told 1,400 U.S. firms that they wouldn't be picking up their freight anymore. So basically what they did was they told them earlier in the week, and then it was like, oh, shit, what are we going to do on Monday when we have to ship our stuff? So way to go, FedEx. I can understand cutting down on some of the less profitable stuff, but you should at least give your customers who depend on you a little warning. Because, yeah, at least a week or two. So anyway, but it's, you know, driver shortage and they're just using it as an excuse to cut down on the less profitable things and stuff like that. So I don't know. So if you're shipping with FedEx, you're going to 1400, or if you're a driver, you're going to 1400 or less places. So they're probably not very profitable. That's probably why they're doing it. All right, let's get moving on. All right. That's pretty much all I got for the news. So here's what I'm going to end with. Uh, it says here. You got the Iowa 80, which is the world's largest truck stop. They got the Jamboree going on. It's a good show. I go every couple of years. Now, that's going to be happening July 8th, 9th, and 10th. Okay. That's going to be our Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I'm going to be there Thursday. Or, sorry, Friday. I'm going to go to the Friday exhibit. I get off, you know, I usually get into town on Thursdays. I'll go stay overnight somewhere out there, and then I'll go to the show. So, that's my plan. So, I'm going on, on uh, Friday. 
So if anybody's going to be there on Friday, hit me up. 414-666-1926. Maybe we'll do lunch or something. We'll talk on the show. Oh, I don't know. If, I think I might just be doing pictures. I don't know if I'm going to be doing any recording there. So anyway, that's 8th, 9th, and 10th. If you want to know more about that event, go to the Iowa 80 Truck Stop webpage. It's easy to find. Huge place. Huge place. All right. So that's going to be a big deal. Now, and this is the next big event. So I've been waiting for them. I'm doing car shows. I've been waiting for these trucking events to happen. All right. Now, the Shell Rotella tour is going to be in Hampshire. Is that Hampshire? Yeah, Hampshire, Illinois, which isn't too far from me. I'm going to try to hit that one up, too. Now, that one is going to be... What's the dates? Of course, I had the dates here. July 29th, 30th, and 31st. Okay, so that's going to be a big one. So we're looking at uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday again. Hmm. They're both Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So, oh, no, no, I'm looking at June. No, that's July. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So I'll probably go to a Friday show for that one as well. So if you get a chance, uh, go to that one. That's that's going to be pretty cool. It's a pretty big love. Usual, a lot bigger than most of them. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to be at that show also. If you're going to be there, hit me up. We'll go to lunch. Uh, you know, 414-666-1926. So I'll be there Friday. You'll see me walking around taking photos. Uh, I don't know. I don't have anything that says Kingfish on me. Got a bunch of cards I can hand out there. So anyway, I'll be there at that show as well. So, all right, between now and then, we'll see what happens. Otherwise, if you can't make it to this show, don't worry. I'm going to take a lot of photos. I'm going to put them up on the Trucking with Kingfish YouTube channel, which is TWK Trucking with Kingfish. Same channel. Same exact name as the podcast. And I'm also going to put it up on the Big Trucks and Hot Rods uh, Facebook group. All right. You can find it there as well. So, but subscribe to the YouTube channel. I need all the help I can get. All right, drivers. That's all I got for this week. I'm going to let you go. Stay out of trouble. I'm going to try to record more regularly. Hopefully, I get the sound worked out. We'll find out in a few minutes. If not, just bear with me until I figure out what's going on. All right. Stay safe. Stay out of trouble. Kingfish out.